bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. And it's Tuesday after Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, ma'am. <laughs> Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor what Day. What is Labor Day? I don't know. Well, as we've learned, Labor Day is a day where people take off from work, particularly those who work in the government or those who are in labor. Okay, well. We're having labor, giving birth labor, having labor, doing labor, you know, like labor things. Well, then it's appropriate that we are together because we do all of our labors together. That's true. And we also are in labor. And we ate hot dogs for Labor Day and didn't finish the podcast, which that's, is why this that's is true. <laughs> but we that's did. That's true. We did lots and lots of podcast work. We, we did. just didn't complete it. And why should we? Why shouldn't we drink champagne on Labor Day? Why shouldn't we? So, um, so happy Labor Day, everyone. We hope that you took a day off of work. We hope that you made (laughs) your Monday into an early Shabbat and just did it. You know what I mean? Had hot dogs, boiled up hot dogs like I did and just did it. We're doing what we can. We're still in our feelings. I know you guys are sick of hearing that. Um, Julie decided you're not going to stop hearing that. For the rest of the year, probably. And you know what? There's only a few months left in the year. So if we need to just get purge this and process our feelings until... I'm guessing... Yeah, 2019, if that's when we... And, we, and we go, Happy New Year. And then we go, we set our stupid fucking intentions for the year. And it's about, you know, maybe it's... That's not that long in the grand scheme. We already recorded the Patreon podcast. It is a pile of shit. So for any of you that want to join... Give them the info, meow meow. Please go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. And you know, there's we have hundreds of episodes. That hundreds? Are, I don't that know are, if we have a, over that 100. Are, that are fun and funny and good times and will be your companion through working and your commute. Just now, don't this start one, with the one we just did. Probably not. <laughs> don't start with that one. I'm not that mad at it, to be honest with you, uh, at all. But Listen you know. to the free ones. Uh-huh. And then if you want to start, you know, I don't know, you can listen to, uh, sorry, I smell like a deli counter. That one's good. There's uh-huh. many, there's a lot of good ones. Uh, Brandy the Owl's pretty good. So that one's That's recent. That's recent. That's recent. They're going to be touch and go for a bit. Thank you, Jennifer Johnson, a.k.a. Indigo Oscar, for starting on the creations that I wanted of the illustration of Brandy the Owl. Um, So you guys, uh, that's the deal with the Patreon podcast. We got... Oh, and the um, whole thing with it is it's subscription-based. You pay like a dollar. That's how we are keeping the lights on. That's how we're doing this podcast. The Patreon is how we pay our bills now. It is uh, our pretty much our only job. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And we're deep in the feelings, so they're going to be touch and go. Someone saw us crying and hugging at the airport. Yes. And yes. reported yes. that. So, the sad thing was when I heard that, my first thought was, which airport? Because uh-huh. 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 God knows we cried at all of them from here to Italy. And we were at yes. different ones, Dallas, Chicago, Rome, yeah. different Grecian ones. I mean, and, and we cried on airplanes. Yes. We cried in um, on the beach in Crete. We cried on the streets in Rome. Mykonos. Um, yep. Capri. So, Santorini. Yep. All those. It's pretty much not a place. I even cried in the wireless lounge on the boat when we were trying to upload the podcast for 500 hours. I even cried there. So at some point. So... Um, you know, it's just it is what it is. It is what it is. It chat what it chat. It chat We're what gonna it chat. do what we gonna do. We look I mean, like we crying. We crying. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> you look like you sad. You're gonna be sad, and uh, that's what's up. And that's how it goes. And you go years without crying, and then 
you 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 try to do a sober cleanse and all the feels you get all the feels yeah it's growing it's called growing so we got a lot of feelings gifts which is so 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 sweet really nice and i'm assuming they're all from patreon from our patreon fran family so Mm -hmm. that's friend fan family yes okay fend fend flan flan flang flang fend flan family so um the first one um uh is from we got a peter thomas roth um which we'd already gotten some eye patches which peter been thomas us- is using. the name of the guy from housewives that i hate oh yeah peter but this is peter thomas roth mm-hmm. um we got a golden face mask okay 20, not a golden showers face tw- mask. 20 maybe because it's from jeremy 24 karat gold baller 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 ass face mask from jeremy we have two jeremy's that listen who are patreon subscribers jeremy dean and jeremy heard mckenney it could be someone who doesn't do the patreon but that would surprise me and here's what oh. the note said the note says a gift for you hey bitches when i'm in my feelings nothing helps to bring back my superiority complex like slathering my face with gold enjoy Jeremy and we will we will so thank you Jeremy whichever one let us know comment on the Ooh. Patreon let us know which which germ you are um, and Jeremy Dean I want you to know but you probably oh yeah you can hear this your card got denied for this month's Patreon so I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. need you to go back on and get your new you probably got a new debit card in the mail and you know whenever that happens they cancel your shit so um, he got a little notice when I looked up the Jeremy's That's so cute. okay then from Teresa, a.k.a. T-Back, she's our only Teresa Patreon person. So uh. again, unless this is just a DGP person, we don't know. Again, there's no last name. She sent us two Obama prayer candles from Etsy. And this is amazing because I have like a little like shrine in my house um, of a crystal that my friend Anne and Anne, the one that reads a book in two days, she got it like charged up at a sound bath in Palm Springs and she sent it to me. Um, and it's next to my Drake prayer candle, which yes. you got me. Mm-hmm. And now my new one of these Obama prayer candles mm-hmm. will go right. I don't even know. I have. A, I mean, I need all Obama things in my shrine. Yeah, no, you should so. definitely when you do the Obama prayers in the morning, you should. You so, know, Teresa, yeah. I don't even know. You, it was life changing. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I know These are great. So her card says the in my feelings candle lighting this candle cures feelings. Love you both, Teresa. Like I'm gonna that light candle, it. Like gonna, that candle. And like we, the Maccabee have, children. And like you, that candle. You have one here too. Oh, you're leaving one for me? Of course. There are two. Oh. We'll have our feelings nice. shrine here. Okay. This is the shrine over here. And this is all, all right. there's a sign that says drug den. It's all the things. So. Okay. Um, and we're going to get this together. I ordered the paint. Yep. We're going to do the bulletin so, board. It's going to be exciting. Um, Jamie Voss could be girl, could be guy. Jamie was a character name in our very first script we ever wrote called yes. The Nicest Thing. Uh-huh. And um, Jamie Voss, I like that name, sent us a Chinazon box of treats. Huge box. Um, I love when a huge box huge. comes. And it was so great. Um, two giant like Costco things of tissues. Mm-hmm. The tissues have taken on a new importance, haven't they? The, yeah, yes. And let me tell you, I mean, the fact that they're so, that like it's, it's actually very comforting because as the amount of crying that's been going that's right. on, I mean... <laughs> It's insane. And I have now I have boxes of tissues in every room and I grab from crying room to crying yeah. room to crying and room. And I end up going behind you and getting up, picking up all the bald <laughs> tissues. I mean, I don't know if we're in early onset menopause. I don't even care. I'm just going to go through it and be indulgent and eat boxes of chocolates and be like, fuck you, Barneys. I'm not going to care. I just got to cry and cry. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. And I'm going to use these tissues, Jamie. So and so is Meow Meow. So there was also... um double stuffed oreos yes mini diet cokes which yes. you immediately already threw in, all gone threw in the fridge yep. too cheez-its which are my fave and i only love specialty flavors and jamie got me spicy yes and a huge giant carton of goldfish now which is my favorite right so we're wondering jamie do you watch first of all everyone's favorite needs to be doritos and if it isn't also julie calls it doritos instead of doritos, yeah, doritos. But, but if doritos aren't your favorite you gotta you honestly like we, we're not judging but you might have to like rethink your life seriously so but after that it's specialty cheese it's for me and if you are the person who goes like doritos are fine but pretzels that's my favorite. oh my god you should go in a ditch oh my god you need to go in a ditch wow um so we don't know if jamie watched people's couch because we can't recall in all the many 
DGP episodes and Patreon episodes if we've discussed our love for Cheez-Its and Goldfish. I, I didn't think, think we so. had. I didn't think we did either. So maybe they watched People's Couch and saw that Goldfish was a staple. But like Goldfish is one of my faves. Yes. Like a toddler. Right. And I love Goldfish to death. Yes. So Jamie, we feel, and now meanwhile, every person listening is like, you've talked about that 900 times. And we're like, oh, okay, well, we have no brain cells left. But um, because there was also granola bars and pistachios, which which was great. And the other thing to know is I have not yet touched a pistachio since the pistachio incident. Mom, mom, you got Julie pistachios for her birthday this year. She still has holding on to them. She's got I've got them. I've got them. (laughs) And I know that there's an expiration date for them. Yeah. I, I want to try do, but I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, we should we should have done that on the boring ass Patreon. Okay, so last but not least, so thank you, Jamie, so much. Um, we love that big box. Now, last but not least, Laura Lang love that big box. sent us <laughs> you love a big box. Um, sent us a set of three bottles of Stromsburg fucking champagne from Napa. I'm sure it's called sparkling wine. Can't be called champagne, right? But I call it champagne from anywhere because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck. So, um, <laughs> yeah, fuck. It's my favorite, favorite champagne winery in Napa. I love it. It's so fucking baller. Bitch sent us a box of three, like yeah. black noir, 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 right. rose, right. sparkling wine. So baller. So great. I mean, and we love champagne. We drink it during the podcast for anybody who knows. We have bought a 9,000 two cups of champagne I'm mean, two glasses of champagne what you have to shit now keep it going I mean you had to shit the last time it's we happening recorded this. it's happening go so I mean literally we're re-recording this intro because Julie had to go <laughs> shit last time I'm serious you guys it's because I'm finishing the cleanse and it's so, crazy right so um we spent nine thousand dollars on two glasses to watch the sunset in Mykonos and like we were like fucking 65 dollars <laughs> euro so so we uh and we drink it when we do this podcast and I've just between Laura's gift and just what's been going on with us recently, I realized, you know, why we love champagne and why we drink it all the time, because this podcast and our lives should deserve to be celebrated. And that's why we do it. That's correct. And don't forget to celebrate your life, because when you forget, you'll fuck it up. So here is <laughs> the card the from card. Laura. It says, I'm stoked you two love chompers as much as we, me and my wife do. Hope this gets you through an afternoon of feelings after your cleanse. Keep doing what you're doing. You both are amazeballs. Laura Lang. Les Lang. Thank you, Les Lang. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's she loves so... a big box too, honey. <laughs> um, I like to imagine she owns the winery, of which you even already knew about, which I didn't yes. even know about. And like, you know. We really, really, really appreciate that. Julie, who cannot, if I don't bring her her pills, has now taken a a three-week cleanse and turned it into basically a six-week cleanse. (laughs) So that's why she's still shitting in the middle of this intro. But um, so we haven't busted open the Schramsberg yet, Laura. But when the second Julie finishes her cleanse, we will. So um, thank you. Thank you for all the gifts. And thank you for everyone for listening to that. We're not going to get these gifts and not not thank these people. It really is so sweet that people are supportive, especially at this time, because they've been paying the Patreon, upping their pledges, listening to the the tragedies of the Patreon right yeah. now. So we we like we're so grateful and thankful for you guys. And um Julie's gonna shit, so let's get to eye of the shit storm before she shits her pants. She takes some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. She take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some buck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. Okay, so it's Tuesday after a holiday weekend, and we just got home from being halfway around the world. Now, we've been in our feelings. Um, the country has been in mourning. As we were on the ship, we saw all the that John McCain died. Yep. And that was very, I don't know, it was profound in some way. That, uh-huh. I don't know, there was an actual death while we were away. And Trump has been making strange trade threats at Canada. But today, the confirmation <laughs> hearings began for Brett Kavanaugh, and we decided that is the biggest shitstorm swirling around. I think the biggest shitstorm is that his name is Brett. You know what I mean? <laughs> Brett. Imagine just calling him Brett. Hey. Hey, Judge Brett. What Brett do we know right now? I know one Brett. No, we know Brett right now. On Big Brother. That's right. On yeah. Big Brother. And I also know Brett Marley, my mom's friend, Brett, Buzz's son, is Brett. Other than Brett that, Marley is a cute name. I don't know any other Bretts. Um, I, I have a cousin named Brett. Is it short for something? <laughs> no, but it should be. It should. I feel like it should be Bretiford or Brettley. Brettley. Breton. Breton. 
Um, well, mm. Brett Kavanaugh is Donald Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court. If he gets confirmed, he'll be replacing Justice Anthony Kennedy, who abruptly and surprisingly retired several months ago. Anthony Kennedy happened to be the swing vote in the Supreme Court, um, which means um, th- like half the Supreme Court judges right. are Republican, half of them are Democrat, and then there's He's like the one or two in the middle that right. then decide everything. You know, like the They're center, like the um, you know the the Susan Collins of the right of the Senate. Yeah. Right. So basically, Anthony Kennedy was the single person keeping Roe v. Wade and a woman's right to choose. As law, basically. Mm -hmm. He's gone. Of course. So with him gone, whoever his replacement is could easily revoke Roe v. Wade, among other important things, which is why everybody's pissed off about Brett motherfucking Kavanaugh. (laughs) Well, and also they're worried about immigration and there's stuff with gun control and gay stuff. There's gay stuff. And the guy's super conservative. And apparently he wrote a book called I mean, literally, it might as well be called How to Reverse a Longstanding... Um, well, I just forgot the name of it. Yeah. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's called... Um, precedent. How, yeah. to, how to Reverse a Longstanding Precedent in 10 Days or Less. I mean, yeah. basically is yeah. what it is. The guy wrote a book about how to reverse a longstanding precedent, such as Roe versus Wade or different treatments of you know immigration stuff and yeah like he basically segregation these are all right. like a constitutional Civil rights, amendments you know. yeah and then everyone's going crazy because he voted there was a girl their whole story there was the, this last year there was a 17 year old girl she was an immigrant she got pregnant she wanted an abortion the government held her in a holding place they wouldn't let her go because she was illegal and she wanted an abortion and the government interceded and wouldn't let her get an abortion. Even though she raised the money, she got all the stuff on her own, but they said she couldn't do it. They wouldn't let her leave. They held her hostage, right. basically. She had the and ride. She had it all. All had it all. And she, As you do when you need to go get an abortion. You get your ride. You get the money. Uh, that's right. You secure it all. You plan it out. You sneak out of your house and you go do it. That's right. But she couldn't sneak out because no, they wouldn't let her. They wouldn't let her. So the ACLU... Uh, Went, took her case and went to the Supreme Court and fought, you know, and while she needed the abortion, they were like, this kid needs an abortion. She wants it. She's 17. You don't have the right. Let's go. And Brett Kavanaugh was like, let's just wait like 25 more days and we'll figure it out. And and they were like, in 25 more days, she'll have a full baby. Yeah, she'll be so past the trimester to do she it. She needs it now. And it was because of him, he stopped her from getting an abortion. Meanwhile, the ACLU did whatever magic they did and they, she ended up being able to go get the abortion. But... He's a fucking piece of shit. And that's because and he, he because himself. he was on what? He was on that other judge team. <laughs> like he was like in the appeals court. He was a judge in the appeals court. Judge team. Yeah. And he was on Judge team. They're there to fight the power. The power is them. Appeals? No, he's going to not let you appeal. They're there to do it against you again. Yeah. So he was on the appeals court and now he's getting moved up with his fucking boyfriend, Neil Gorsuch. They're both mm-hmm. Jesus loving gay boyfriends who yeah. aren't gay, but they are, aren't mm-hmm. they? We all know Neil Gorsuch. What kind of car does he drive? He drives a gold Mercedes convertible. That's right. So what does that mean? Gay. gay. I mean, I you look gay. I you don't to, be gay. Well, okay, I Neil. To, <laughs> I tend to think if you're, um, I shouldn't even say it. <laughs> but we all know what it is. I shouldn't so, say it. So agreed. Just forget How it. about agreed and agreed? Okay. So basically what happens is they nominate some person like when Obama did Sonia Sotomayor, Della Maria uh-huh. or whatever her name and is. Garrett Markland. So, he you know, Gar- yeah, Garrett Headland or whatever his name is. He didn't get in. Merrick no, Garland. Because, Merrick Garland. Yeah, because um, McTurtle wouldn't said because right. Obama had, oh, just another two years left on his presidency that he wouldn't be allowed to nominate. Right. A, he wasn't um, going to get another one. Right. Meanwhile, guess who else has two years left on the presidency? Yeah. And he's going to go maybe for three. Less. Trump's going to literally probably get three. But Sonia Sotomayor or whatever was like the first Latin chick yeah. who nominated a woman. It's like Obama. Mm-hmm. <sighs> God, he's just the best. <laughs> try fucking try and deny it. Like. He's just the best. So what happens is they nominate a person. Mm -hmm. Then there's a Senate Judiciary Committee. Okay, that's not the whole Senate. I always was under the impression it was the whole Senate. It is. It's a committee. Right. Who then does these hearings like Mm -hmm. a 
all these hearings where they question the person yes, and whatever. Right. The the Senate Judiciary Committee is made up of 21 senators, okay? It seems to me it's the one to be on. Yeah, it's, it's pretty the most exciting one. They oversee the whole Department of Justice. So yeah, they're the ones like, coming for sessions. The one. They're the ones coming for AG, yeah. whatever is it? No, AG, what, that's Attorney General, whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Um What's Jeff it? Sessions is the attorney No, the general. second one, the one under him. Rod Rosenstein? Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. They're the ones doing all that. So this committee, though, this time, mm-hmm. has Kamala Harris, who's a female senator from California, and Cory Booker, a male senator from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So they are, get this, the first black members of the Judiciary Committee in ever. Wow. In the history wow. of the world. Now, here's wow. where I go wow. crazy. One, that is so fucked up, okay? Two... Mm. What's even more fucked up that they're the first two black people on it ever Mm -hmm. is that I didn't know that. And I just always assume all these committees have black people on them (laughs) because I just think I'm going along with my head so far up my own ass that I assume what I see in front of me here in California is exactly what's represented in Washington. And that isn't fucking true. Right. I'm so deeply offended that there was never any black people on that committee. I had no idea. I always think there are two. Of course. And we're all going along like, of course, Washington's fair. I mean, we don't. We think it's corrupt. Well, I corrupt. didn't think it was fair. We th- we but thought, th- I think we thought it was corrupt. Yes. But how in the world are there not? That's I don't know. insane. And meanwhile, the stars, the stars the, of the committee. The star of. No, the star, the star of was Kamala Harris. That's right. The star. There I mean, was no stars. Her, her speech. Well, Lindsey Graham was. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. did give. He's him. always a star. He was pretty every passionate. committee he's on. Every I don't. Hearing. I didn't agree with him, but no. I, I thought he was. Queen comes out queen, ready oh, to throw the shade. Yes. and he tosses the he, shade. He he was he, he tossed shade. He took he walked the ball and he <laughs> walked it fierce and he threw he it on the floor. He does a he giant umbrella. It on, he left it on the floor. Yeah, he does yes. every time. Ten, 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 ten. He for showed you. up late. He, he, he showed, he up, showed late. up late, and then he asked to be taken out to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he was... He went off, dropped the mic, and peaced out. He literally pushed his chair back and, like, did, like, a, a what? <laughs> yeah, he always... He did. He always comes so correct. Like, he's so entertaining. I love him. He We didn't agree with anything. But really, Kamala Harris, I'm so happy she's from California. Yeah. Like, couldn't be her shit more proud. Was, her speech was, was the best. And I... That's when, whenever I see her do that, I'm like, God, I hope she runs for president. I really do. Oh, she will, for she sure. She should. And I know she won't win because this country can't and it's no. sexist, but I think. They handle a woman. Because they want Beto O'Rourke or whatever. But I, I, she's such a boss. She's so great. Ugh. So incredible. And we're so proud she's from California. And we're also not proud of ourselves for not knowing. And all of you need to know. Now we all need to know. I guess they're just, I mean, we know that like. The black like population is underrepresented in Washington, but to that point, it's yeah. just like yeah. fucked up. And for the Judiciary Committee, just fucked up. The place they need to be. It's fucked up. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, well, um, let's stop talking about how the Supreme Court is about to ruin America okay. and head on over to Primary Street. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Primary Street? Hello? How to get to Primary Street? Primary Secondary! Primary Street! Primary Color. Primary Street, Primary Color. Prime Number. Prime Number. Even Number. Well, all right, so the second Trump got elected and Republicans took control of the entire government... (laughs) The countdown began to the 2018 midterm elections because that's how Democrats can take back over the House and Senate. Well, it's September, and that means November is only two fucking months away, so that shit is heating up, girl. Now, today is the official start of quote-unquote midterm season. I don't know if you knew that, but it is midterm season. It is not (laughs) just cricket season. Nope. It is not just spider season. It is not just summer's over season, but it is midterm season. No more white pants, midterm time. No more white pants. (laughs) Uh, and it's all a race to see if the resistance movement can do anything more than put on a pussy hat and march down the motherfucking street. It's a recycled somewhat intro. That's fine. Um, <laughs> OK, so pretty much the primaries have all happened. OK, like that means we know who the candidates are mm-hmm. who will battle it out in November. Right. So every th- primary has pretty much happened. I uh-huh. think I just guesstimated that guesstimated is not even a word, but I used it. 
So hey, now irregular of <laughs> no irregardless of. irregardless mm-hmm. irregardless of the fact that guesstimate isn't a word I used it anyway. <laughs> That's right. So now each candidate will try and hit up the billionaires and their parties to get money so they can then hit the campaign trout. Right. Every Republican nominee is going to roll out the Make America Great Again bullshit, and every Democratic nominee is going to be all Russia, 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 immigrant babies are in cages. That's going to be the deal. (laughs) That's true. In order for Democrats to take back control, they need a near-perfect win record in November. I mean, I'm no statistician. Shocking. I can't even make change at the restaurant. But the odds of that, mm, they don't seem great. However, it certainly isn't impossible And win or lose, many of the races will have huge implications when it comes to the Trump-induced culture war going on in America right now. Yeah, we're like, there's a lot of important things with these midterms and in general, but we're, and with the Trump administration, but we're, for some reason, lately obsessed with the culture war and obsessed with, I'm I'm on a race thing. I'm obsessed with inequality of like the races more, even this is called dumb gay politics. Maybe it should be called dumb race politics because I'm more into that right now than I mean, I'm into gay stuff. But this the the racial inequality is 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 bugging me really hard. So, yeah, well, it should. And us. And um, so that's why we're focusing on the culture war. Um, and as, in terms of the midterms, um, that's what we're kind of obsessed with, even yes. though it is going to matter regardless of if something is a race issue or a cultural issue. There's still it's still going to matter. We want all Democrats. We want women. We want all that stuff. Yes. But. Whatever. So the craziest, the craziest ones are governor races. And um, obviously those are completely meaningless state to state. Like, why would we give a fuck who the governor is? And you know what I mean? And like, right. Whatever, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But um, what they do is they show like voter trends and how people are feeling. And like I said, what the fuck is happening cu- culturally and with the culture battle that's happening. So these these governor races are indicative of that. And. I'm finding myself invested in other states' governor races because whoever wins will set the tone on who is winning culturally. Right. And is it the racist or is it us? And I want to know. And yeah. I'm into it. I'm into the whole... I'm at, I, want, I want the war to actually commence. <laughs> like, I'm ready to, for the war to now I know. Commence. Well, now I'm hoping, like you said, I mean, we said, like, the... Is it going to be pussy hats? Is it going to be, like, Black Lives Matter rallies? Or is it going to be happening? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we don't want pussy hats. We have, want to take out no, but swords, that's what I'm saying. swords that have been yes. sheathed that were and we're in like makeshift leather, oh, yeah. like battle gear, and we go out and we kick some fucking racist ass. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and we don't want the racists to win. No. And if they do, and you live in that state, that's going to fucking suck for you guys. That is more than suck. it already does. That's true. So, let's talk about the ones to watch. All right. So, the ones to watch uh-huh. are definitely Georgia. Democrat Stacey Abrams, a progressive black woman against the Republican incumbent Brian Kemp, who is a white dude. Now, Stacey Abrams was also going against another Stacey. Did you? No, but Stacey okay. must have won because now it's yes. Stacey against Which is Brian. the thing. Stacey Big Abrams Brian. was going another Stacey who's white Stacey. And, and oh. when they were doing that, they were calling him white Stacey and black No, you Stacey. can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Exactly. So I'm saying in Georgia. It's already so fucking annoying. Like. Right. So two Stacys, one white, one black, and they were was it both girls? Because sometimes both in the girls. South, oh, Stacy's a boy's name. So okay. which I thought was interesting, and Black Stacy was like, "I won," and she did, and now and she's like, "Now I'm Stacy, and you don't need to call me Black Stacy." Exactly. Okay, you can call me Governor Abrams in a fucking second. That's you right. Fuck. That's right. So that was one. There's one example of how racist. Yes. That even just that that alone is that is so gross. Yes. So okay. So Stacy Abrams ran on. Increasing funding for Medicaid, public schools, and infrastructure. Kemp has vowed to use his Ford pickup truck just in case I need to round up criminal illegals and take them home myself. Quote. That's a fucking quote from that guy. He's re- they're trying to replace uh, the, the governor that's there now uh, who is already a uh, piece of shit, that guy. He's going for the Senate and he's just disgusting with gun control and whatnot. So... It's Stacey Abrams all the way. So any like the one person who here who listens, we know people in Atlanta. Carrie Hinckley lives in Atlanta. It seems to me that Atlanta and not just Atlanta, but Georgia in right. general. Richard, if you're has listening, surpassed. Whether you're black or you're white or whatever you are, it seems to me that the white the white racists who have had the enjoyment of power in Georgia. I have to believe that their time has. Come. Yeah. Time's up, bitch. Yeah. T- hashtag time's up, yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Like, I'm so and up. And Stacey Abrams is going to take back the night. Good. I'm so excited. 
she was like the sort of the first like um i don't know that was the first exciting one that it was like fuck yeah man so yeah so he can take his ford pickup truck and drive himself off a cliff he sure can and he can blow himself up in it too (laughs) and he can go and ride into a tree he can shoot a gun into it into his gas tank since Mm -hmm. he loves guns Mm -hmm. so also in florida um Another wonderful southern state. Um, The Tallahassee mayor, Andrew Gillum, okay, he won the Democratic primaries to become the state's first African-American governor nominee ever. Okay. It's crazy. Um, Do I have an eyelash right here? Because I feel like. Yes, you do. Okay. You do. Where is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gone. Yep. Good one, Vera. Okay, edit that all out. Um, Okay. So... Uh, ever say say that st- saying that sentence again. Okay. Also in Florida, okay, another wonderful southern state. Uh-huh. The Tallahassee mayor named Andrew Gillum. Okay, he won the Democratic primary um, to become Florida's first ever African American governor nominee. Okay, mm-hmm. this guy has like tons of support from like young people, liberals, progressives, white, Latino, black, like everyone came out for this dude. Like it's pretty crazy. Um, so he's for gun control, repeal of Florida's stand your ground self-defense law. Like that's good. Fuck that. Because you know, the whole with that too, that people could literally, people have used that defense in being like, let you know people get get an offender bender and somebody gets out of the car of course, and yes, somebody has yes, a gun and then the they worst. feel like they have to shoot that person dead it's beyond like, it's, it's like Trayvon Martin it's type crazy bullshit. it's crazy it's sick so 15 he wants 15 dollar minimum wage medicare for all corporate tax increases to pay for public education yes. and, the, and the abolishment of ice great now meanwhile the Republican Trump-endorsed governor candidate Ron DeSantis stirred controversy by using a racial slur in reference to Gillum's politics. Okay, so listen to this. It's... Okay. Well, look, I mean, this is... Uh, Florida elections are always competitive. And, um, you know, this is a guy who, although he's much too too liberal for Florida, I think he's got huge problems with how he's governed Tallahassee. Uh, you know, he is an articulate spokesman for those far-left views. And he's a charismatic candidate. And, you know, I watched those Democrat debates. None of that was, was my cup of tea. But, I mean, he performed better than the other people there. So, so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not going to be good for Florida. Uh, So I'm going to fight for what I believe in because I think I'm the guy who can really lead Florida in a good direction. Even the the Fox News lady is horrified. The lady is like... I mean, it's not even just the monkey comment, which uh, is beyond like mess this up i think it's just mess this up i think it's simply mess this up sir but just even the condescending ways talking about the guy being articulate right, right. is i i uh, yeah no he's obviously it's, it's just, like it's just it's it's so um it's like when they talk about women too like that like yep. they're you know what like I mean? you know you can, what she's oh my god she's so smart yeah like you can't right. believe a woman's competing with men like right. even on any level right. intelligence right. wise right so then um it was this crazy shit where some white nazi group um paid all this money to put these robo calls out i guess they did yes. this like 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 well they're doing a lot of shit to that guy Gillum because yeah. they also have an FBI investigation on about how somebody in his campaign um, was doing some kind of like glad handing with um, real estate development so they're doing all kinds of things to this guy I should try to come for him really? but I mean robo call racist Nazi robo calls where you're calling probably elderly racists out in Florida that retired from racist land and what are those calls like <laughs> ring ring Hello, hi. My name is Johnson Johnson. Joe Joe Bob Joe Ding Ding Dong Bong Bing Bong. We wanted to make sure that you don't vote for Gun Gilliam because he gonna go and he gonna get get black. He's gonna get black people jobs. And you know what happens when black people gonna take white people's jobs and then they're gonna drive white people's cars too, (laughs) and they're gonna walk down white people's streets and go to white people movie theaters. And Mm -hmm. we know that we don't want them to do that. Yep. And I'm sorry I'm using a southern accent, but 
<laughs> you, you get look, into it. You look racist. You're gonna be racist. Okay. <laughs> Fucking no shade. Like straight. I can't up. imagine that there's gonna be a call that's gonna be like, "Hello, hi. My name is Johnson P. Johnson. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you don't vote for that black person." Now that's not that they're not racist because right. they could be racist too. But generally, the KKK we is going to be, oh, you we know. know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, listen, I don't know. No one's offended at all. They know. Well, sometimes some people get upset <laughs> because they say when you use the Southern accent like that, we're not all damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so uh, now, moving on. Okay. To the next race. So, <clears throat> so Latino voters, I don't like using the word Latino, but I guess that's just, I don't know why. Do you like using the word Espanol? <laughs> it just doesn't feel um, authentic to me but but latino voters represent the fastest growing segment of the u.s population Mm -hmm. okay they could seriously influence the midterms if they got the fuck out there and vote i don't know if they will everybody young people there's lots of sections of people that aren't voting but texas Mm -hmm. barf and i get to say whatever i want about texas i've spent enough time i have enough texas blood running through my damn veins texas is like the israel of america that's right. That's exactly right. So um, they Texas is basically 40% Latino mm. and still under Republican control. How is that possible? I mean, it is making history this year by sending two Latin women mm. to Congress, Sylvia Garcia and Veronica Escobar. How now, lucky is she that her last name is Escobar? Amazing. Uh. Now, this is huge because Texas is the most gerrymandered state in the union and is 49th. In terms of voter turnout, 49th. And how many states are there in the union? 51. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Is so it 51 let's or just 52? say, and let's just say. I think it might be 52. Or no, Puerto Rico's not a state. I don't know. Well, Puerto Rico, right, right. It's not good. I don't know. We don't care. We say 52. But still, it's in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> so 49. let's just say, that's, that's like the last. And population-wise, Texas is the biggest state in the union. Exactly. So I mean, not population, um, like land. Size. Land, right. That's fucked up. It's completely fucked up, like almost everything else in Texas. So so the Texas race that's Everything's got... Everything's bigger in Texas except for voting. Voter turnout. So you guys got, better get that together. They got gerrymandered on lock. So the Texas race that's got everyone absolutely fucking shook <laughs> is Democrat Beta, <laughs> Beto, Beto O'Rourke. Beto. I think it's Beto. Beto. But we can say Beto, who is trying to unseat the world's biggest asshole, Republican Ted Cruz. The world's biggest asshole so ugly so ugly ugly. looks like an asshole i mean if you had to have sex with ted cruz or mitch mcconnell what would you do oh now that's hard (laughs) wow oh my god that's really hard and you have to receive not give ew oh my god mitch mcconnell because i could peg either one of them but oh, we're right. saying, well, I could, of course. But we're just saying you have to receive their penis. I don't into know. Your vagina. That's a hard one because Mitch McConnell's turtle penis is not. Mm. That thing is flat, permanently flaccid, and that makes me want to fucking farm. <laughs> so gross. But Ted. Well, Cruz, let's say this. In a okay, if in a contest, it is better get behind me because I'm con- not looking at anyone's face <laughs> or body or face. Ugh. Well, I'm going to imagine that in a contest, even if Mitch McConnell took Viagra, who's going to last longer is the question. And I'm I I'm going to say Ted Cruz yeah. is going to go quicker. I you are yeah. Mitch McConnell seems qu- quite diabolical, so he's probably able to figure it all out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Beto O'Rourke is all over the elitist news. So remember his name. Vanity Fair just did a big story on him calling him Kennedy-esque and the next Obama. The author author of the piece, Peter Hamby, said this about Beto O'Rourke. You guys. I'm going to quote. Yeah, remember Beto Beto O'Rourke. Okay. Don't forget this name, kids. Even though I want Kamala Harris to run for president and to win. And she will eventually. But this guy probably will beat her to it. O'Rourke is good at this. He's way better than most of the Democrats sniffing around the next presidential race from the boring hallways of Capitol Hill. Whether he wins or loses his race, and yes, even if he loses, O'Rourke should be included in every conversation about the 2020 Democratic primary. That's because unlike most of the paint-by-numbers politicians in his party, O'Rourke actually understands how politics should be conducted in the Donald Trump era. He's authentic, full of energy, stripped of consultant-driven sterility, and waged at all times with a social media primed video screen in mind. O'Rourke is making a 
bet that running on his gut and giving voters a clear choice against Ted Cruz rather than just a mushy alternative. He offers not just a path to victory in Texas, but an antidote to the entire stupid artifice of American politics in the Trump era. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and we did, and, and he does. Yeah. So here's an example mm. of an interview perfectly prepared for a social media screen, which is what that article by Peter Hamby says. Um, it's a YouTube video of him on Real Time with Bill Maher that has like a million bazillion views. Now, the interview is 10 minutes long. And normally we wouldn't play some other show's full fucking interview. But, but let's be real. Obviously, we're like low energy and um, we don't know shit about what we're talking about. So um, but and also this guy is poised to be the, the Democratic presidential nominee, if not in 2020, then in 2024. And once you hear this in- interview, you will understand why. And even though it's a Bill Maher interview, you will all know that you really heard it here first, didn't you? First, he's a third-term U.S. rep from Texas, the 16th, who's the Democratic nominee for Senate against Ted Cruz, Congressman Beto O'Rourke. Did you stack the audience here with people? No, this, no. Well, they, they seem to know who you are already. It's like when the Beatles came to America. They didn't know everybody would know them. Uh, so, for, uh, well, we're just learning, a lot of people. So, first of all, explain the name. So, born Robert Francis O'Rourke in El Paso, Texas, fourth generation. But like almost anyone born Robert in El Paso, called Beto from day one. It's a nickname for Beto or uh, for Robert or Alberto or any, any name ending in Beto. You're full Irish? Um, pretty Irish, uh, especially tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and you're running against Ted Cruz. Okay. Yes. Okay, so... Let me, uh... Now, Ted Cruz, we know, is, is very disliked. Let me read some quotes. Uh, for Al Franken said, like Ted, I like Ted Cruz more than most of my other colleagues like Ted Cruz, and I hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> Bob Dole in 2015 said, there are a lot of good candidates. I like nearly all of them, except Cruz. Right. John Boehner, Lucifer in the flesh, never worked with the more miserable son of a bitch in my life. <laughs> Lindsey Graham, if you killed Ted Cruz on the floor of the Senate, nobody would convict you. Uh, I guess... My question question is, how bad are you going to feel if you lose to that guy? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, there's something, though, happening in Texas right now. I've I've traveled to uh, 226 of the 254 counties. People are so fired up, regardless of party or geography. So it's Democrats coming out for sure. But it's also Republicans and independents. It's in the really big cities. It's in the real small towns. The places that no one has ever visited, including Ted Cruz, because for the first four years he was in the Senate, he was actually in Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina and Nevada. He visited all 99 counties of Iowa. Iowa, right. Uh, And so there are places where they haven't seen a U.S. senator. And so when we show up, hold a town hall meeting, listen to the people that we want to serve and represent, we're really making a connection. And folks are committing themselves to the work ahead. And I think we've got a great shot of winning in November. Well, uh, we've heard that before about Texas. I mean, we... Absolutely. I always wonder why Texas and California have very similar Latino demographics. I think the eligible Latino voting number here in California is 28%, same as Texas. Why are we so blue and Texas is not blue? It's only 43% white now, Texas. Is that right? That's right. Texas is one of the most gerrymandered states in the union. It is also a non-voting state. And those two things are connected. There are some people... Non-voting. The, that's the right. We're 49th vote. in the country in voter turnout. Mm. Um, the courts four times alone last year found that our gerrymandering is in part based on race and ethnicity. There are some people who are not supposed to vote. There are some people's voices that are not supposed to be heard. It's on us to run a campaign that brings in everyone from every community, every community within every community into this campaign to make sure that they're heard and that they're actually leading what we're doing. I think when we do that, we're going to give people a reason to vote. And we saw the greatest Democratic primary midterm Senate turnout last Tuesday in 36 years. Uh, We saw... Yeah. So, folks are... But the Republicans came out in Texas, too. They sure did. In bigger numbers. You know what? We don't have... This is not in the bag by any means. Not at all. And, and, And you know what? That's a great thing, because 
folks from both parties, independents as well, are getting off the sidelines and into the game. They, they recognize that this year, everything that they care about, um, everything that they've told their kids about this country is on the line. And for Amy and me, that's what motivated us. We anticipate the question our kids, Ulysses and Molly and Henry, are going to ask us, when you had the chance to do something in 2018, when they were talking about walls and Muslim bans and the press is the enemy of the people, what did you guys do? And we're going to tell them that we and the 28 million of Texas helped this country get back on track and on the right direction. And so um, I feel lucky to be a part of it. Um, and, you, and you don't... You don't take PAC money? I don't take a dime of PAC money. So no corporations, no special interests. Um, for those, no uh, for anybody who's watching who might not be a political junkie, what is PAC money? So What does that mean? PAC political money? action committees um, represent the corporations and interests that have business before Congress. So uh, the pharmaceutical industries, the telecom industries, the energy industries, um, the insurance industries, and they give money to members of Congress not just for access, although that's part of it. Um, they're also buying outcomes and actual legislative language that appears in the bills and the bills that become laws. When, when you wonder why Congress is so dysfunctional, why it doesn't represent the interests of the people it purports to serve, it's because it's so tied to the sources of money that are coming in. It is those corporations. It's why pharmaceutical prices continue to rise. It's why uh, we're the least insured country in the developed world. It's why we're missing out on so many great opportunities to do the big, important, ambitious work before us. And for Democrats especially, it's not enough to decry Citizens United and say that all this big money sloshing through the halls of Congress is bad. We've got to start walking the talk. And so in this campaign, we have outraised Ted Cruz by well more than a million dollars without taking a dime from PACs, all people, human beings. But, but don't forget, he's a giant asshole. That, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Fo folks, though, so, uh, will, will never have to wonder who it is right. I represent or who I'm voting for. It's going to be the people of Texas so every single time. What, what, what would you say are your top three, if you had to say your top three most important issues facing this country, yeah. what are yours? Too many people can't find a job or are in a job right now that does not pay a living wage. And they need the dignity and the function and purpose that comes Number one is with jobs. Work. Number two, if you're not healthy enough to go to that job or finish your education or raise your family, you're not doing yourself any good. You're not doing the rest of us any good. So universal health care, the ability for everyone to see a doctor regardless of income. So you're for single-payer? If that's how we get there, uh, that's how we get there. I'm, I'm open to... Whoa, well, that's a big if, Congressman. Yeah. If that's how we get that's a big issue to go, well, Listen, if we I, get I think, there that I way. think Medicare works really well. Its overhead cost is 2%. You compare that against private insurance companies, 16 17%. It's effective. It's efficient. I think that's a great model. So if, you're if where we, Bernie Sanders is with health care? Yeah, I, I think he's got a, a good plan, and I would support his bill in the Senate. Uh, I, think, I think that bill is a lot of sense. Um, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you another issue where Texas, I think, is uniquely positioned to lead. We are the most diverse state in the country. I'd like to think we are the defining immigrant experience. The city I represent, El Paso, Texas, is one of, if not the safest cities in America. And a quarter of those that I represent were born in another country. They chose us. They're making us stronger, safer, more secure. We should be the ones leading the fight for immigration reform, rewriting immigration law in our own image, from our own traditions and values and interests. Um, Ted Cruz was the sole senator out of 98 who showed up to work that day a month ago, the sole senator to vote no on just proceeding on debate and discussion to be able to protect dreamers and allow those more than one million of our fellow Americans to contribute to their full potential to the success of this country. We need a senator who leads on those issues. Okay, so... So jobs is your one, health care is your two. What was your three? Immigration. Immigration, wow. So Russia and the environment, they don't make the top three. Russia and the environment are really important. I mean, here's another Four one. Four or five? Yeah, there you go. Oh. Uh, here's, here's one where Texas can lead. Listen, <laughs> you right. know us in, as an energy state, right? And we're proud of that. A lot of good jobs in the oil and gas industry, in the refining industry. But we're also leading the country right now in the generation of wind power. We will soon lead the country in the generation of solar power. There are more clean energy jobs 
in the state of Texas today than there are carbon energy jobs in the state of Texas today. And it's not even close. So whether it is saving the planet for the generations that follow us, recognizing that maybe man-made climate change didn't cause Harvey, but man-made climate change will ensure that there are more Harveys, that they are more frequent, they are more intense, there are more droughts in the panhandle. We have less opportunities to grow our own food and pass this planet on to the next generation, whether it's jobs, whether it's economic growth. For all the right reasons in the world, Texas can and should lead on environmental issues for this country. And, and, uh, and what about uh, weed? I ask for a friend. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. No, but, but, I mean, look, I love Texas. I, yeah. Texas knows how to party. I've, I've gone there as a, as, no, as a comedian for, like, 35 years. You've been, come to El Paso. Uh, many times. Yeah. I love El Paso. Yeah. San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston. They're all great cities. They're all fun places. And they love their weed. Uh, <laughs> California finally took the plunge. Texas seems like the kind of place where it's a tough, tough hove, road to hove there. Where are you on that one? I've joined a bill uh, written by a Republican colleague, former prosecutor who waged the war on drugs, saw how futile it was from the front lines to end the federal prohibition on marijuana. Um, so legal in Texas is where it, we're going? It, it should yeah. be. And we should control and regulate yes. the sale. And uh, listen, we have... It unites people. We have the world's... Right? No, no. They, they smoke it in the city. They smoke it in the country. The hippies smoke it. The rednecks smoke it. It's, it's, it, is a, it is a uniting yeah. thing. And I'll show you after the show. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we, okay. we have a chance right. to do the right thing. We have the, the world's right. largest prison population, bar none. We, we have folks who are wasting away behind bars. Yes. to be raising families, uh, working, paying taxes, starting jobs, touring in punk rock bands, writing novels. Whatever they're supposed to do right. in life, let's, let's allow them to do <laughs> All right. and not uh, lock them up. I'll be rooting for you, and I know they will. Yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you, Congressman. Great, great job. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I mean... Very. Also, he's tall. He's lean. He looks like a white Obama. Yeah, he's giving I you mean, Obama vibes Kennedy, for sure. He's just giving you that. Like he's clearly like on the right side of the law. He doesn't take any money from super PACs, which right. is. I mean, he's clearly not bought or sold by anyone. Um, and the guy Peter Hamby later says in the article, the Vanity Fair article, the most appealing thing about O'Rourke is both delightfully uncom is that O'Rourke is both delightfully uncomplicated. And he's extremely powerful. He mm. talks about politics like you and your friends do. So being that we invented that and that's our thing, <laughs> I feel like um, mm. he will be the first presidential nominee that we ever have on Dumb Gay Politics. That's sort of like our internal secret goal is that in the, oh. tw in the 2020 yeah. like presidential race that we can get, even if it's just for the primaries. We need we to get him now. So I feel like it will be him if he, if he runs because... Because, hey, he talks about politics like you and your friends do, and, right. and we invented that. So you're welcome, um, That's right. Beto. So we're going to try and get him on here along with Omarosa, who I got her PR information. So I'm just saying, he's he he speaks Spanish fluently. He's got a good relationship with Mexico. Like, he's, he's on the right side of the law. And being from Texas, he doesn't have a, a xenophobic or he doesn't have a fear of of others he has an embracement of yeah. others i mean he we understands heard... what it is to be an american what it is to be a person what it is to be a man what it is to be a woman what it is to be a little like he's he's he gets it and we we also saw another video we encourage everyone to watch oh. where someone asked him a yeah. question about kneeling at football games yeah. and he talks about black lives matter it is so profound it's all about like veterans and how veterans you know and our you know our grandfather's you know fought for this country but at the same time there's there's american veterans that sat at the back of the bus right. and sat at the lunch counter and got right. beat up right. and got kicked in the face and they're they're veteran and they're american heroes right. too and it's profound what he said and it's different than anyone's ever talked about black lives matter yeah. and it was it was a toss-up do we play a 10 minute bill maher video or yeah. do we play that one yeah. but we encourage you guys to go listen to it because it's it's really it's good. pretty great it's so really um good. and now it's time for so there's that mm. All right, so this is the part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding one positive thing in all the insane negative shit that's always flying around. Um, it's always hard for her to do it, but never has it been more hard than during our sobriety-induced life depression. 
I am so goddamn negative right now that I want to cut the segment and it's not even my responsibility. <laughs> so, um, all right, Meow Meow, what is your So There's That moment for this week? <sighs> As you know, it was very challenging. Yes. And uh, so I really couldn't find or even wanted to find anything uh, politically that was even worth anything. I mean, there's little tidbits here and there. There's a bill in California that will make us 100% clean energy, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, I, I, You know what I mean? I, I read that women are totally killing it on the election trail. We may have the first Native American in Congress. Trump's off-the-record comments about Canada got leaked, and I'm really into that. But I don't know. None of it is really thrilling me, you know, because it's yeah. all just kind of like, yeah. this could happen, that could happen, this could happen, that could happen. It's underwhelming, just like this episode. It's <laughs> underwhelming, and any... Every single thing was underwhelming me. The only thing I wanted to think about was my own feelings. Right. And like maybe watch Star Trek and cry. Yeah. So, we're so excited to get back to being up our own asses. I just can't get out of my feelings <laughs> to be honest. Wednesday to Saturday <laughs> or Sunday. We're so happy we get to be up our own asses. And then Monday rolls around and we're like, God damn it. I really, I mean, fine. I was just like, mm, who cares? Ugh, whatever. Ugh. Now, it all it's all just thoughts, you know what I mean? And like I said, it could, it could be, like, maybe the Native American, blah, blah, blah. The only real thing that happened was that Trump talked shit about Canada, and I can't say I'm that mad at it. Like, I enjoy, <laughs> I, I enjoy that. I do. I enjoy, I don't want us to be mad at Canada or have a thing with Canada, and Canada's our friend. It's like our sibling, and you know what I mean? It's just... But I do like a lightweight shit talking about Canada. It makes me feel... Well, shit talking is just fun. It's, it's just like fun. talking about a sibling. Yeah. It's... It, Exactly. Yeah. I said it. I literally just the next thing I was going to say is it's like shit talking a baby or your sibling. Yeah. Anyway, a story that really captured my heart, however, actually has nothing to do with politics. And I don't care. I'm saying it anyway or government or whatever, but everything to do with the politics of fame or acting or television and judgment <laughs> and perception and misunderstanding. So with that, Jeffrey Owens an actor who played Elvin Thibodeau on The Cosby Show, the character married to The Cosby's oldest daughter, who he probably raped. Well, this guy, I mean Cosby. I mean, we never even barely saw the oldest one. Does it say what her name is? Wasn't I forget. It Sabrina or oh, yeah, something? something like that. We actress. never saw her. She was annoying, really. And we yeah. only heard about Lisa. Of course, and, yeah. of course, of course. And Rudy and whatever. Well, this guy's been on a few shows as a guest star or whatever, but never got his series regular or became some movie star or, or frankly, a steadily working actor. So what does one do when they can't get hired in this disgusting rape town made of quicksand? One tries to find any job they can because they like clothes and rent and eating and living and not being homeless. This guy, as we know, and in this business, you can get on a TV show and then that will be the only TV show you ever get on. And if you understand anything about this business, there is no linear path there is no stability there is nothing no stability you don't know and everyone's like my big break my big break but it's not your big break it's only the next job and as we know that could be your last job and, <coughs> <coughs> and that's why jennifer aniston does united arab emirates commercials and fucking smart water that's commercials right. and proof of life whatever that hair shit that she does those commercials <laughs> yeah. and it's also why jake ryan from fucking 16 candles the fucking hottest lead guy ever is now like a fucking construction guy in like Jersey. Yeah, exactly. he never did another movie, Jake Ryan. And and you know, because that's how this business works, right? So this guy got a job at Trader Joe's, which, by the way, is virtually impossible to get, as we know. I've tried, and so have I, straight up. And you cannot. I can't get even fill out there. an application. They just don't even offer no. me the application. They go no. That's and right. I'm like, what is my problem? Am I not like crunchy enough for no, this place? No, they just don't. They have no openings. They have a wait list that's probably 10 years long. Well, I'm like, where's the manager I can fuck? And they're like, get out. <laughs> you just haven't been the right Trader Joe's. Owens was originally put on blast by the Daily Mail, a British rag. But it was when Fox News picked up the story that it got real traction. Basically, some asshole took a picture of Jeffrey Owens while working at Trader Joe's, and she somehow got in touch with the Daily Mail. How one even knows how to do that, I don't even know. And I may be wrong, but I think I read this bit. So I read that the lady who sent the thing is is also a lesbian, which makes it even worse. How'd you read that? Because it said they need to put sexuality said, on blast. Because it said this woman, whatever, was waiting for her wife. <laughs> oh and while she turned into an asshole and it's like why does the daily mail care isn't that it's english what do they I care i don't know i don't know but this fucking lesbo man i'm so disappointed like w lesbians we're the worst the most judgmental biggest hypocrites in the world anyway True. i digress <laughs> and i put myself into that category that's harsh but i'm in my harsh period right now self-harshness is what i'm into now okay so i was just really struck by the fact that 
that th- about this whole thing because I feel so hard for this guy. He also teaches Shakespeare, by the way, and obviously couldn't make enough money with his passion, so he got a job at Trader Joe's. And by the way, no one wants any job. Believe me, I hate any job I have. I just want to illuminate the light on how hard it is to get a job at Trader Joe's. Yeah. And I myself have applied to Trader Joe's, as we both have and have been denied. I and am- I know people who do that, like... Of who work at Trader Joe's and that's their only job and yeah. it's their career yeah. and they're lucky and they've traveled around and they're like general manager. I'm like, how the fuck did he get that fucking job? Yeah. Now, I am one day away every day from having to work at something else. And people need to recognize that this business does not pay. There's no linear path, there's no stability, and there's no way at any point that you're secure. 1% of actors make a long-term living. 1% of actors. And yeah, it sucks, but that's the game. And those of us who stick in this game play it constantly. This is so depressing. Have to have other jobs or reinvent ourselves. We weren't depressed enough. In order to be able to live. Now we need to be more in our feelings. I think Jeffrey Owens isn't some hero or some hand Haint, haint or some <laughs> he's not a haint or a taint <laughs> or some saint he's just a guy trying to pay his fucking rent while still at 50 something years old not giving up on his passion so don't feel bad for him and don't judge him and don't get it twisted how absolutely repulsive and terrible this business is let him inspire your determination but also be a reality check on the fact that dreams are like that thing in the corner of your eye that you can't really see but you know it's there dreams aren't some explosion for most people anyway that happen and then it transports you to a different dimension of money and fame and houses and love it is an endless pride swallowing siege that takes hard work and endless ambition and longing and hopelessness and hope and belief and faith and no faith and every emotion you have and ever will have jeffrey owens is still alive and drugs and making money and lives in new jersey and in a world where Donald Trump is president and we're in some bizarre fight with Canada and Russia is our actual president and no one running this country cares about us and is more corrupt than corruption itself, let's just enjoy the positive feeling that one guy is living and getting an amazing employee discount at Trader fucking Joe's. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Yep. Another day, another no dollars, I guess, because we don't work at Trader Joe's. Um, <laughs> but head on over to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and join our members only podcast. If you want to send us one of your dollars, since that's all it costs. And we do want all of your money. Um, but here's here's my so there's that. Oh, we finally got over a thousand reviews on iTunes. Ooh, ooh, so while ooh, I'll never ah. I'll never stop bugging about the Patreon. I'm never again going to bug about you guys leaving a review on iTunes. That's great. So there's that. Congratulations to us. And to you guys that you don't have to hear me bugging the fuck on. That's a lot of reviews for 14 people to It leave. really is. The girls and burrs really did the work with their multiple accounts. <laughs> I can't think of anything that deserves to be professionally catfished more than iTunes podcasts. We hate their fucking discriminating That's guts. That's right. So thank you guys for scamming those 1,001 reviews. Yeah, literally Angie Knox probably like has like, it's Angie, Evan. They've got like their every oh, one of their animals. Yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. their, any yeah. kind of stuffed animal they have. It's right. like Boo Boo Knox <laughs> at Hotmail. And she probably left like at least 500 of those reviews for us. So thank you, Angie. Like, I mean, all of you guys, like it's for sure 14 listeners making a thousand fucking reviews. That's and hilarious. I'm so happy. And that, yeah, that did really, that did, that did make me happy. Yeah, that's great. I'm so happy too. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we want to send a shout out to Jeff. He's a dumb gay politics listener and a Patreon subscriber. And he was on the cruise oh, yeah. and said hello. He's such a nice guy. And he said hello while my resting bitch face was at a level a thousand. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want it's like I I don't even want to tell you guys where what was going on when Je- poor Jeff walked up. But um, God forbid we meet any Patreon subscribers while we're in our feelings because we will lose all of them. I'm quite sure Jeff has canceled his. I told him not to. <laughs> I said, Jeff, please don't. But um, I mean, I was I mean, but Jeff, so nice meeting you. And yeah. thank you for, you know, like just saying hi. Yeah. Thank you for saying hi. And um, thank all of you. <laughs> yeah. For being yourselves. Oh, yeah. I yep. mean, I uh, 
Normally, he, I, uh, yeah, that's all I have to yeah. say. Well, and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Be- Beto O'Rourke. Beto? Beto. Beto Beta from Star Trek. Yeah, we'll think of it Beta. Beto. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a ride and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man. With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my Tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>